Welcome to track number 22, And of Ye Shall Compass the City. Fantastic. Shabby shepherding must go. As for shepherding control, another H for what? Hearing and seeing campaign. Another S for state of the flock campaign. So two S's. Then one H for hearing and seeing campaign. Another H for honor the prophet. Now, Mark chapter 6. Mark chapter 6. Verse 1. And he went out from thence and came into his own country, and his disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence has this man these things, and what wisdom is this which is given unto him, that such mighty works are wrought by his hand? Verse 3. Is not this the carpenter's son of Mary, the brother of James and Jose and Judah and Simon, and are not these his sisters here with us? And they were offended at him. Verse 4. And Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country, and among his own kin, and in his own house. Now, and he could there do no miracles. He could there do no mighty works, save that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk and healed them. Now, a shepherd is supposed to have a great impact on a sheep's life. A great impact. Now, one of the tragedies, all right, is when you have a shepherd who could help but is not allowed to help. Do you understand? Yes, but is not allowed to help. Then it's a tragedy. And how would you not allow a shepherd, a pastor, a prophet to uh, not be able to help you to do mighty works. And he said, the, the way he couldn't do much mighty works, just lay hands on a few sick folk and heal them. That's, that's a minor work of God. A minor work is to lay hands on a few sick folk and heal them. That's a minor work. So there were mighty works, and the mighty works had to do with the people. The mighty works would not have to do with something he was building. It was mighty work to do with the people. And he couldn't do mighty works because he was not on it. They questioned him and despised him. And by questioning and despising him, they took away his mantle 
and he was naked in front of them and was made nothing. They made Jesus into nothing in Nazareth. There are many places, names in the Bible mentioned with Jesus. When you go to Israel during the Q Israeli trip, you see the different places. The airport is in Tel Aviv. And Tel Aviv is not in the Bible, but Joppa is in the Bible. Peter went to Joppa. Remember, he was at Joppa. And he was praying there. And he saw a vision. That's Tel Aviv. That's where you land. Then, most of the time, they take you, but I would take you next to Bethlehem. That's where I would take you. All right. These are places associated with Jesus. It's where he was born. You, you, you see that we are traveling somewhere. We come to the border and cross the border to the Palestinian side. There's a big wall and a lot of security, and you cross over. Bethlehem is an Arab town today. All right? So then we go to Bethlehem. From Bethlehem, we will come to um, where he was born to another town, which is part of Galilee. Do you see? Where he grew up, which is different. That's where he grew up as a child. Nazareth, he said, isolated with a rocky cliff. And that's where they wanted to throw him over to kill. So you see the cliff like this. It's there. Then from there, you go to the Jordan where he was baptized. All right? No, I would go to the Jordan where he was baptized first. And then where he, that's Jordan. Then after that, we go to the, the desert where he was tempted. And then from there we go to uh, Nazareth where he had his first ministry which is also where he grew up. Where he went to preach here. And when he was rejected here, then we go deeper into Galilee proper by the lake. Capernaum, Chorazin, Bethsaida, the mounts of Chorazin, they are all there. These are the places. You have different places. In different places, Bethlehem, Galilee, Nazareth, Jordan, desert, wilderness, they are all places. Jesus was in all these places. Are you there? They are all, you drive two hours, one hour, two hours, like that, three hours driving, top speed, before you get there. Okay? It was in Nazareth. Power couldn't work. That was where they stripped him naked. And he could do no mighty works. A few days later, he was raising Lazarus from the dead after four days. I mean, that is the mightiest miracle ever recorded in the whole world. To go to a grave where somebody had been buried for four days and ask for him to be removed from the grave and raise him from the dead, please. I mean, look, let's be serious. Let's be serious. You are talking of miracles. You must be joking. This is, I mean, beyond miracle. 
mighty works. Now, why couldn't the miracle power of Jesus work? Because he was not honored. Once you are not honored, whatever you are carrying becomes useless to the people that are there. What you are carrying becomes useless. Now, I decided to teach the first love children because these are what I'm preaching is what I preach to the first love children. These are, these are my, I'm just preaching to you exactly what I preach. These are my notes for the first love. And I decided to teach them because I realized that the grown-ups have missed a lot because they, do, they don't honor me. <laughs> they have missed a lot. They don't honor me as a prophet. And a prophet, what is a prophet? When John the Baptist was born, his father prophesied. Luke 1, 76. His father prophesied and he said to him, thou child shall be called the prophet of the most high. God gave me this scripture to show me my prophetic calling. He said, thou child shall be called the prophet of the most high for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his way. 76, 77. To give knowledge of salvation knowledge of salvation by the remission of sins. This is a real prophet. This is a real prophet. He says, thou child shall be called the prophet of the most high. What is he going to do? Bible is going to go before the face of the Lord to prepare his way and to give knowledge of salvation by the remission of sins. Knowledge of salvation. The book that I, this is the definition of a real prophet. Knowledge of so my book on how to preach salvation, which has been launched, which is one of the biggest books I've written, is even an indication of my prophetic call. Yes, to give knowledge of salvation by the remission of sins. Many people have trifled with their prophet. So as the church has moved forward, you get it? As the church has moved forward into more and more blessings, and I myself have been going higher, people that have had me as their shepherd have not experienced one hundredth of the blessings that they should have received because when I speak do you get it? You know what they tell me? That's what you think. Yes. That's what you think. What do you know about this? What do you know about that? And because of that we don't have real millionaires. We don't have real millionaires. Because when I've spoken, maybe because I'm a casual prophet, like Elisha, he didn't come out of the house when Neman the Syrian came there. He said, go and bath. And that was the whole ministration. No lay on hand, no prayer, no striking. Go and bath seven times. You'll be okay. You'll be all right. Just bath. Have your bath. 
Maybe he didn't like bathing or, 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 or like some sisters. You may think the sisters like bathing, but you'll be surprised. Onale fresh. So, it is important to honor the prophets. Otherwise, you don't benefit from the person, the big power and anointing. There's a big power here. This, I mean, even the hall that we are in. You know, this Africa. This Africa. There's, there's power available. Even find, let's say, one of the things I rarely talk about is prosperity, money. But that's what we are working in. Yeah. That's what we are working. What is money? What is money? <laughs> prosperity? Who is prosperous? Mm. Who is? What is prosperity? Mm. You are saying you are doing business. When I say give something now, you can't give. You are, you are a businessman. You can't. Instead of working for God full time, you have dedicated yourself to business, working, this bank. What do you have? I say, okay, go and get money and come. We are also here doing our best for shepherding. You don't have much to show for all that you are doing and have been sacrificing for your life for. You don't have much. How do I know? Because I always take offerings and I raise funds. <laughs> like, am I in your bank account? But you are not a greedy person. Are you a greedy person? You are not a greedy My people are not greedy. Yeah. I know the people. They like God. If they have, they will give. They have, they will give. It's not that you see somebody sitting there, the person is on wicked person. He's arms. He doesn't have anything to give. This is the problem. He doesn't have. <laughs> Are we not pastors? We know our people. They are not greedy, wicked people. No, 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 no. If they have, they would have given. Wow. Are you listening to me? So, brothers and sisters, what I am saying to you is that as part of the teaching, so that the shepherding will work, and you'll be blessed. You must honor the prophet because the opposite of honoring the prophet or the alternatives to honoring the prophet are not good. It's analyzing the prophet, criticizing the prophet, discussing the prophet, dressing down the prophet, rebuking the prophet, murmuring about the prophet, stripping him of his mantle, discussing his family, discussing his issues. It will not help you. No matter how you degrade Jesus Christ, he's very powerful. And he showed it when he raised Lazarus from the dead after Paul. It was that power was there. It's Jesus and will never change. No matter how you disgrace him or you 
humiliate him or you bring him down or you dress him down. He's still Jesus. He's still Jesus. Hmm? Do you understand what I'm talking about? I need people to prosper around me. No. I need it. I want it. Instead of having people who are not making it. Hmm? Using only used cars. Second-hand cars. Korean cars. Where are your German cars? Hmm? Where is your Mercedes Benz? Huh? Is your BMW 5 series and 7 series? Where is your Range Rover? Is it not business you say you are doing? Every day, second hand Hyundai. I'm second hand Hyundai. Eh? With uh, 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 engine problems. <laughs> You are changing engines. Best friend is a carburetor specialist. The cylinder head gasket is, is bent. You are going for overhauling. The fitters have brought the engine down. They are finished with everything inside. They are going to fix it back tomorrow. Then they will test it. They have to leave the engine on for 24 hours to run so that the cylinders will be moving. Huh? Your friends are fittest. <laughs> fittest who don't know what they are, they are left from their right. When your child grows up, will you like him to be a fitter? Most of you are not planning your child to be a fitter. But all the fittest are using your car. Prosperity is mysterious. And I can tell you that it does take the power of God to do well. So you must not despise the spiritual elements of your life. I need you to become more serious. And I need you to take me as what I am to you. So that you don't miss out. Yes. If you do, you will miss. You will miss. And as for me, I'm going higher. You see, Isaiah 51 verse 2 says that, look to Abraham, your father, and to Sarah that bear thee. I called him alone. Alone. Callings are always alone. So whether you honor me or you don't honor me, I called him alone. My calling does not depend on you or your honor. Your, the mighty works in your life depend on your honor. Yes. My calling doesn't depend on you. I'm going higher and higher and higher. It doesn't depend on being at the Kodesh. I walked away from the Kodesh. And I, just, I took a decision that was in Burkina Faso. I said, I'm leaving the Kodesh. 
And when I came to Accra, Bishop Saki and others were not there. I moved to Legon Hall Chapel Sunday morning. And I told them, next week Sunday, I will tell you the name of this church. And the next Sunday I came, I said, this church is called First Life Church. And I'm now your pastor. This is where I am. And I went Bishop Saki and Bishop Eddie came. I told them, I will not change my mind. I will not change my mind about it. Now, there are certain decisions when I take, I will never change my mind. Yes. <laughs> so, my calling doesn't depend on you or being there. I have 5,000 chairs at where I am, and they are getting full. Amen. Keep watching. I called him alone. So, it is in your interest. Are you listening to me? It is in your interest. Yes. To honor. You see, I have honored Hagen. I mentioned him when I had an opportunity. One, just only one day. I went to him with my offering. Me, Doug. Nobody. I'm no, I know I'm nobody, but at this point was very important to me. And thousands of us were there. But I went and I didn't need to see him because it is a spiritual thing that I, God told me to do it. He told me that everything I have in my life and my ministry is connected to this person. And I obeyed him. And I took my little relative to what he has. I don't know how many people here are more prosperous than me. I don't need, I don't need you. You need me. I don't need you. I don't need you. You have to think well. Kenneth Hagin cannot need me. What will he need me for? My wife was there the day he mentioned his uh, uh, tithes. $27 million or so at the tithes. Which means that that was for that, yes, for that's 270 million, something like that. Fantastic. I, you can listen to the message. 2000, 2000, 2000 or 2001. He was even saying how he has bought houses for his grandchildren and so on. Bought all of them houses. Grandchildren. Grandchildren, not children, grand. You are struggling to find a house for, for yourself. So my offering has nothing to do with his well-being. He doesn't need me. He cannot need me. There is nothing. A true prophet does not need people. You cannot. You, he cannot need me. Upon what basis would he be needing me? Can you give any explanation? Maybe you can bring some forms. Something to help us to understand why he may need me. When I sowed my seed, which to me was nothing, his son, Reverend Hagen Jr., he's now 70-something years old also. 77 years old. His son is 77 years old now. Found me among thousands of people. Located me. And said, could you please follow me? Did you come with me to the back? I followed him through the door on the stage. 
and he took me through the people, the bored people. Hey! All the way to the old man who was sitting there. And he said, this is the person who gave the gift, the offering to give to you, this man. And he stretched out his hand and said, thank you. You see, I never, I never expected for one second ever to see Kenneth Higgins again, to, to talk to him. Nothing. I've done what I was right. But I believe was, maybe that handshake was something was given. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. A true prophet does not. That's why Elisha didn't come out of the house when Naaman. He doesn't need Naaman. <laughs> it doesn't need him. It doesn't need Naaman for anything. <laughs> Naaman needs Elisha. Naaman needs Elisha. We have missed a lot. You know, in 1994, I went to America. 1994. That is 17 years ago. Is it correct? No. 23 years ago. Yes. I stayed with a brother, a certain brother. His house was a small flat, nice, okay to me. I said to him, and he recently told me what I said. I said, you can buy this place and all these places if you stay. This place is nicer than where you were at Kolebu. It was nice to me. He did not believe me. You see, but that was the prophet who he did not believe me. If he had believed me, the the whole area would have been his. Recently, he met a man from Somalia. And the man told him exactly what I told him. He has done it. Somalia or Ethiopia. He bought the whole one by one. 30,000, 20,000, 40,000, 30,000. He owns all. Many. When he sits in his house in the morning, he hasn't moved. $30,000 $30,000 rent is coming. Money coming. <laughs> he has not gone out to do anything. <laughs> Every month. But you see, when the prophet spoke, because I didn't say I'm a prophet, so now I'm saying I'm a prophet. So that you believe. <laughs> because Luke 176 says, And thou child shall be called the prophet of the most high. For thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his way. Verse 77. To give knowledge of salvation by the remission of sins. To give knowledge of salvation. That's a real prophet. Hallelujah. Give knowledge of salvation. Thank you, wow. you need. I don't need. What will I need from Let's be serious. 
Let's be serious. Somebody who can be in five countries in five days. Without debt. Without debt. Thank you. Goodness gracious. You know, today when I look at certain people who have prospered in a certain way, I can hardly find anyone who has prospered through a salary. <laughs> like when I say prosper, I mean, I mean you can give thousand CDs when they ask for thousand CDs. You can give two thousand dollars. You can give five thousand. You can give five thousand dollars. You can give. Th- is, you you see your prosperity by what you can give. It's one of the easy ways to see. Like some of us, if hundred CDs gets missing, there will be a revolution. Like there will be 31st December revolution will come to your house. There will be a 6 to 6 curfew. But there are people who if they lose 100 cities, they wouldn't we didn't know that they've lost 100 cities. You can take 100 cities from your mind, they won't see it. Yes, they wouldn't know that 100 cities is gone. Then $100. There are those who, if you lose $100, there will be a civil war. <laughs> Liberia 3. And there are those who, if they lose hundred dollars, they don't see it. You can take hundred dollars; they don't. They will not see it. So what I what I'm trying to explain to you is that it is important. It's not about meeting needs, because I can tell you, I don't need to work till I die. I can assure you so that you even be satisfied. Because you need to work, but I don't need to work. My church is alone if they, they will look at me. If it will even get spot after I die. Yes. Kodesh can look after me. Even my first love, church. Oh. They can. Students, children. You should see the offerings that they give. You should see the offerings that they give. More than grown-ups. Children who don't have phones. You see the offering they give. One day I was checking the offering. I said, is it, is it CDs or dollars? I was amazed. Is this CDs or dollars you are telling me? Is this, is do, is dollar. I mean, the, 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 the calculation dollar. Because we always use dollar to calculate. We convert our offering to dollar to see the real value. You may mention so many CDs, but when you divide it into whatever, I see that it has changed. <laughs> you are flying high to your next destination in Jesus' name. Do you believe in prosperity? Do you believe that God, God wants to bless his children? God is good. God is kind. God is gracious. I believe it. 
I believe it. Amen. Amen. So, the mission God has given us will not work if we don't honor the prophets. God is giving. It won't work. Others will be honoring me and others will be honoring the prophet and it's working for them. It's working for them. Yes. I met a sister. She had experienced something negative. She could not think. And I told her in the midst of her confusion, I said, marry this one. Marry this one. She couldn't even think. I said, marry this one. I said, don't think about what I'm saying. Just marry this one. Today, few people can compare with her marriage. If you are to bring Max. If you are to bring Max for marriage. She will be getting around 98. High performance. Her husband said to me, I know what I have. I know what I have. I know what I have. Wow. Learn to honor the prophet so that mighty works, mighty. Look and see. You see that few prosper through salaries, monthly salaries, real prosperity. <laughs> Check it and see. Even those who work at banks with very high inflated salaries. If it was so good, why do they leave the banks? And I'm standing in front of one who has left the bank. If it's so good, why do they leave the banks? Delusions, loans. And when I speak about loans, don't take loan. It's useless deceptions, delusions, mortgage. They will be looking at me. Say, what do you know about what? What do I know about? What do I know about what? It has taken away people's lives. They didn't know that. The blessed everywhere they know. We say you shall lend and you shall not borrow. They think we are joking. You shall lend and you shall not borrow. And when they go, they go and borrow. Oh. Amelia, they were taking the curse. But Isaiah 51 verse 2 says, I called you alone. I called you alone. Yes. So, honoring your prophet, very important. Turn with me to Esther.
uh, Acts, sorry, Acts 28. To honor someone, Acts 28, verse 1. Now, when they were escaped, then they knew that the island was called Melita. And the barbarous people showed us no little kindness. For they kindled a fire and received us everyone because of this present rain and because of the cold. And when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks, there came out of the out a viper out of the heat and fastened on his hand. And when the barbarians saw the venomous beast hang on his hand, they said among themselves, no doubt this man is a murderer. Baby out please, baby out please. Whom though he hath escaped the sea, yet vengeance vengeance suffereth not to live. He shook up the beast into the fire and felt no harm. How be it? They looked when he should have swollen. Hey! Or fallen down dead suddenly. (laughs) But after they had looked a great while, they saw no harm come to him. And then they changed their minds. And they said he was a God. (laughs) People will change their minds about you. In the same quarters were possessions of the chief man of the island whose name was Publius. Who received us and lodged us three days courteously. Uh-huh, you see now. They've, because they've changed their mind about the person. And it came to pass that the father of Publius lay sick of a fever. And of a bloody flux. To whom Paul entered in and prayed and laid his hands on him and healed him so when this was done others also which had diseases in the island came and were healed who also honored us with many honors and when we departed they laded us with such things as were necessary. Huh? Now, notice. This is a very good example of a group who changed their minds. <laughs> This is a good example of a group who changed their minds. At first, they were expecting Saul. They thought, this is a bad man. You have escaped from the water. And now, a snake has beaten you. Look, you are a murderer. (laughs) And they thought he was a murderer. But they were waiting for him to swell up. But he wasn't swelling up. And they were waiting for him to fall down suddenly like a black mamba type of bite. But he didn't. Then after that, they changed their minds. And when they changed their minds about him, they honored him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
you are changing your minds from today in Jesus' name. That's very important. And that's why I instituted Galatians 6 6. And I'm saying this thing myself. Nobody is saying it for me. I'm saying it because I'm confident about it. I don't need anything from you. You know it. I am more blessed than you can imagine. And than you yourself are. Be serious. What do you think? So, I need you to change your minds spiritual. Don't be physical, carnal in your minds. Otherwise, you'll be surprised what you would turn into. Amen? Matthew 23, verse 29. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, because ye build the tombs of the prophets and garnish the sepulchres of the righteous. It is hypocrites who build tombs of prophets. Hypocrites. If I am dead and you make a big show to make a big tomb to honor me, you are a hypocrite. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, because you build the tombs of the prophets and garnish the sepulchres of the righteous. It's going to get worse. Verse 30. And you say, if we had been in the days of our fathers, we would not have been partakers with them in the blood of the prophets. It's like, if it was our time, we would have honored Zechariah. We would have honored Isaiah. 
We would have honored Jeremiah. We wouldn't have put him in prison. We wouldn't have killed Isaiah. We wouldn't have destroyed Hosea. Rather you build when they are dead and they are not speaking. And everybody knows that they were great and they were wonderful. And you join to magnify the death and the death of the person. It's going to get worse. Wherefore, ye be witnesses unto yourselves that you are children of them which kill the prophets. You see, when you don't honor prophets, you are in real danger of going in the other direction, which is a very bad direction. You may sit in your house. That's why I thank God I'm in full-time ministry because if I'm not in full-time, I will be criticizing people like Archbishop and Dr. Audible and some of these great people. How Chris us about look at this man? How does he think he what do you look at him? He feels that he's what? He blah, 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 blah. You see, when you don't honor, you have so you will easily be on the other side. You are children of them which kill the prophets. It's gonna get worse. Fill ye up then the measure of your fathers. In other words, equalize yourself with your wicked fathers who actually cut off the heads of the prophets. Now, two people called these people vipers. Both John the Baptist, when they came to him, he said, you generation of vipers. And Jesus also confirmed that they were vipers. This is John the Baptist, Luke 3. Who warned you? John the Baptist didn't want members. So when you come, he he, he says everything. Yes, he he wasn't looking for members. Are you still here or you are leaving? John the Baptist didn't need members. He didn't want it. When you come, he said, who told you? Who warned you to come? Back to Matthew. Ye serpents, ye generation of vipers. How can you escape the damnation of hell. Now, what is a viper? A viper is a killer. Actually, the word viper is for adder. You know, like a puff adder, which is the snake. The snake which has a triangular head is the viper. That's how you know. It's lying on the floor. Not, they are not long. But the head is triangular. It's like an arrow. The fangs are folded. The head is flat. The fangs are folded. It's long like this, like my finger. Like my finger. It's long like that, my finger. But it's folded. When you open the mouth like this, you wouldn't want to. The, 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 the fangs are injections, hypodermic needles. Killers of anointing. Generation 
killer of anointings. Huh? A generation, like a group. That's why I said that I would teach the young people. They don't have anything. Even when I teach them, they will never think that I'm trying to get something from them. <laughs> I taught this one to them a long time ago. Can you escape a generation that's a group? You are all the same. Vipers, killers of anointing, killers of prophets, killers of men of God. Wherefore, behold, I send unto you prophets and wise men and scribes. You see, wow. I fall into all these three. It is true. Prophets, wise men, and scribes, writers, authors, those who write. is a ministry, and it's something that God sends. I send these three. Some of them you shall kill and crucify. Some of them you shall scourge in your synagogues. Some of them you persecute. You see, this mishandling of prophets, wise men, and scribes or writers. Mishandling of writers. Look at the books I've written to you. Next one. That upon you may come all the blood of the righteous blood shed from the Righteous able to Zechariah, the son of Barakas, whom he slew between the temple and the altar. Very I say unto you, all these things shall come upon this generation. Now, notice this part. Oh, Jerusalem. Jerusalem. That kills prophets. You see, men of God cannot flow. Men of 